BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everyone. Whoa, sorry, my microphone was being weird. Welcome back to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Um, I haven't had a good day. I don't know why. Today was a bad day. I woke up really cranky, which is weird for me because I actually love mornings. It's probably the thing that people least expect about me because I have such a bad attitude about so many things that you would think I hate mornings because I get it. There's a lot of things to hate about them, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I just like them. So anyway, I woke up cranky. And then on top of that, my eye starts oozing. I don't know what it's oozing. It's just it's oozing something. And I don't want anybody to tell me what it is. And I'm too scared to go to the doctor. And I'm far too scared to Google it. So I have a gooey eyeball. I'm cranky. I'm sitting on my bathroom floor. I feel like I'm going to cry for no reason Then I remember I'm depressed. That's that's what's going on. You know, when you have a few really good days in a row and then you wake up and you're like, that's why. That's why I was feeling so good because a bad day was on the horizon. So we talked about this a little bit last week, like my experience with um, mental health and uh, like prescription uh, medication. And you guys all had so many wonderful things to say. You guys were so supportive, so kind. But the number one question I got asked was, okay, but like, what do you do to feel better? Like, what do you do on the really bad days? And I get it. The Pinterest quotes tell us that we need to wake up and choose happiness and breathe life in. Gross. Let me take you through a day, a a depression day for me. This is, this is what I do. I did like an IGTV about this a long time ago, and I haven't watched it since I made it. So it's probably a little bit different. But here's how I, here's how I handle my bad days. Okay. I do not underestimate the power of going through the motions. So I'm sitting on my bathroom floor and I'm thinking, okay, what are like things that are easy to do that I know will make me feel better without a doubt? Well, I go take some Advil. Why? I don't know. It just feels like Advil fixes things. It just feels like Advil is is a, is a cure-all for a lot of things. So I take some Advil I drink a bunch of water and then I I still feel like sitting on the bathroom floor. So I think, okay, I can sit on the floor of the shower. That I can definitely do. I can turn on the faucet. I can rub some soap around. I can definitely do that. If I can sit here and cry, I can sit there and cry. So I make sure I'm hydrated, I'm clean. And then I think, well, I'm hungry. I want to go eat. And of course, what I want to do is eat a Trader Joe's 
chicken sausage breakfast burrito, which is my favorite food right now. I could eat 10 every single morning, but on mornings where I'm not feeling my best mentally, I try to put something in my body that will make me feel good physically. So I eat like something green. I don't know, maybe something full of protein, maybe a fruit. I eat something that will probably in the long run give me diarrhea, but it makes you feel healthy, you know? So then I start scrolling through TikTok and I think, well, I can definitely walk around and scroll TikTok. So I put on some workout clothes and I go to the gym and I t- I turn up the incline or whatever and I just walk walk on the treadmill and watch TikToks. So even though I feel terrible and I'm cranky as hell and the guy next to me is breathing far too heavily, I feel better. I went through the motions. My heart was not in it, but I know when the afternoon hits and I'm too tired to do anything, at least I can look back on my day and feel like I did something. Then comes the night. Here's the thing. When I am feeling bad or when I'm having a bad day, I cancel everything. I cancel every social engagement. I don't go to anything. I free up my night because nothing boosts my serotonin quite like a night of no plans. So I put on a comfy outfit. I don't wear anything that zips or squeezes or pinches. Because do you want to know why mental illness is more prevalent in women? Underwire bras. Underwire bras. Whose idea was that? Let's take the bounciest and most sensitive part of a woman and let's just hoist it up with metal. But only a thin wire of metal. And you know what? Let's also make the clasps metal. And you know what? Let's not make the straps too wide because that would be too comfortable. Anyway, underwire bras, get the hell away from me. So I get in my cozies, clean cozies. Do not underestimate a clean tea. And I eat something delicious for dinner. And on top of this, listen to this activity Matt and I are going to do. Okay, so we're going to make dinner, but then we're going to have, we're each going to go to the store, pick out three cheeses, like fancy cheeses, you know, each with a pairing, maybe an olive, maybe a meat, maybe a cracker. And then we're going to come back and put it all together on a, I call them grazing boards because one time somebody corrected me when I said charcuterie and they were like, charcuterie only has meat on it. So whatever, we'll call it a grazing board. You know, as I'm telling this story, I just keep thinking like, I used to be fun. Like I used to be cool and fun. Like I used to go to parties and like dance and wear like tiny denim shorts. Like that's what I used to do. And now I'm just like a chubby 20 something with a cheese hobby. That's who I am. But you know, that's what I do to combat a bad day. I just hate when people offer advice on mental health. And it's like, well, we talked about this a little bit on the toxic positivity episode, but it's all like very mystical. Like it's always got something to do with like mindfulness or meditation, which I know it's a great practice, but I'm just really bad at it and I'm working on it. I want some solid, actual advice on how to fix a bad day. So that's that's what I have discovered because then I go to bed. I don't feel much better, but at the very least, I do feel like I accomplished something semi-healthy. And all of the, I try and pack in all the things that I know will make me happy, like cozy clothes and dinner and apparently cheese. So anyway, another great way to fight uh, the big sad is to interact with you guys, my dum-dums. Of course, we have to do a dum-dum club check-in because I've had a bad day. People out there have probably had a bad day, which means we need to giggle at how stupid we all are. Before I start, though, I want to do just a special little 
like birthday shout out to one of my followers. Her name is Maya. She sent me in my P.O. box one of my favorite things I've ever gotten. It was a stick of butter ornament and I hang it in my car and it's my favorite thing. Anyway, today's her birthday and I love her and I hope you have a great day, Maya. I feel like a radio host who just had the opportunity to like shout out a loved one. That was so much fun. I should do I should do weekly birthdays or something. Okay, so let's get into the Dum Dum Club check-in. All right, so Matt had one this week and I'm totally throwing him under the bus, but he has been emailing somebody like back and forth for work. And he was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. This person keeps spelling Segway wrong. And in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't think he knows how to spell Segway. And I was like, no way. How are they spelling it? And he was like, S-E-G-U-E. And I was like, listen, I agree. I hear you. It's a bad spelling, but it's definitely correct. And he was like, no, it's S-E-G-W-A-Y. And then we had this big discussion about how those are actually the two wheel things that like I guarantee Mark Zuckerberg owns like 50 of. That's what a segue is. But a segue like in a sentence or in a song or in a book is S-E-G-U-E. Here's mine that I learned this week. I don't know if this is bad. I don't know how stupid this is, but I'm just going to tell you guys. So I just barely learned. So I've been watching NBC shows forever. We've all seen the NBC logo, the rainbow like teardrop things, right? I was looking at it and I was like, that's so weird because the middle one has a little notch taken out of it. And I was like, what is that? I just barely learned literally yesterday that the NBC logo is a peacock. And that's why their streaming service is called Peacock. I had no idea until a mere 24 hours ago. That's when I learned. So maybe this is stupid. Maybe I'm like, I'm... I'm telling you all a fact that you didn't know, but that's what I learned this week. Okay, let's get into your answers. First one. She says, when I was a kid, I found a dead fish in my backyard. And for a very long time, I thought it had rained down in a storm. Like I thought fish evaporated from the lakes and rained down when it stormed. (laughs) Imagine that fish rain. That would be terrifying. That would be so scary. Can you imagine stepping outside in a storm? Bam, you're hit with a tuna. That'd be that would be terrifying. All right, next. My sister-in-law thought that a standard milk jug was two gallons. We had to break the news that that was not the case. I was like 22 when I learned what a pint was. I didn't know that a pint was two cups. Next up, she says, I thought that your kidneys were your knees when you were a kid. Your kidneys. Makes sense. That makes sense. I remembered my dumb dumb moment when I realized that, okay, okay, sorry, we have to talk about this one. So I'm just going to read it to you guys, and then we'll have a, have a discussion after. She says, I remembered my dumb dumb moment when I realized that tonsils were not the dangly thing at the back of people's mouths. No, that's your uvula. But then she says, apparently, they are cavities in people's mouths. I just found this out. And... I don't, I don't know how to tell, to tell her this. I don't know how to tell you this, but I feel that I need to be the one to let you know that tonsils are not cavities. Actually, according to Google, let's, let's, let's ask Google, define tonsils. Tonsils, two small masses of lymphoid tissue in the throat, one on each side of the root of the tongue. Ugh. Medical definitions from Google, 
no thank you. Anyway, um, nothing brings me joy quite like when people submit dumb dumb submissions, but then they actually are incorrect. That really is just a pure joy that I have. I love the ones. This one happens the most is that people will email me and they'll be like, I just barely learned that Alaska is an island. And I'm like, no, it's it's not. It's not an island. That was a big revelation during the October episodes because I think there was some story about driving to Alaska and like 30 people were like, how how did he drive? How did he drive to Alaska? You know, and then we take out the map and we realize that when we were in elementary school, Alaska was always in a little box next to Hawaii. So I I get it. I get it. But I just think we need to let's Google it. Let's do a light Google before we submit it just to be sure. Okay, here we go. First, this was just a few months ago when my car insurance policy was getting updated. I got all of the forms in the mail and was just reading everything off to my mom and boyfriend. I was reading stuff off like my name, number, policy number, description of my car. I get to the line that says pleasure slash work. I immediately am like, that is so nice. Our car insurance lady thinks I'm a pleasure to work with. I was legitimately flattered. My boyfriend was like, what? And snatched the papers from me. He scans it over and is like, she's saying that you are using your car for pleasure and for work. Oh, it felt like everything in my life suddenly took a screeching halt. How could I be stupid enough that I legitimately thought that's what she meant? I get it. When people talk about pleasure, I too automatically assume that they are talking about me. Um, Next one. She says, this one, I don't even know how to explain. I was in junior high. I had a group of friends that I was pretty close with. We would always pester each other, poke fun, just like playfully get after each other. Anyway, when people would annoy me, I would tell them to jerk off. I would tell them that. I got in this habit of telling people to jerk off like all the time. I thought it was a combination of saying you're a jerk and back off. (laughs) It's not. Next. When I was in junior high, we were doing a fundraiser during Christmas time and we were supposed to go out and sell poinsettias. Mind you, I have no idea what the fundraiser was for, but I was in junior high, so I was excited to go out and try and sell flowers. So I got home from school and started going to our neighbor's house and asked if they wanted to donate and buy some flowers. Those weren't my exact words. But what I was actually saying was, hi, my school is doing a fundraiser. Would you like to donate and purchase some placentas? I went to probably 10 houses in the the neighborhood and literally made no money, but people looked at me like I was a weirdo. I got home and told my mom that no one would buy any placentas from me, and she just burst out laughing. It took her 10 minutes to calm down and tell me why she was laughing so hard. I felt like the biggest dum-dum because I was 14, and I had just asked all my neighbors to buy some placentas from me. Needless to say, I did not make any money. Selling placentas door to door feels, I feel like, is that Scientology? Is that a Scientologist's belief? (laughs) Like peddling placentas? It feels very Scientology. I just learned I've been vacuuming wrong my whole adult life. My vacuum has a knob for high and low. I thought it meant high power and low power. So I've been vacuuming on high power for maximum suck. Turns out it's for high carpet, like shag rug, and low for low carpet. So my house has pretty much never been properly vacuumed. I don't know how to say this, but... I didn't know this till I read this. I didn't know. I had no idea until I read this email. And I too have never properly vacuumed my home until about three days ago. So thank you. Always learning. Always learning from you guys. (laughs) She says, let me preface this with some justification. I grew up in Southern California and ditched most of high school to go to Disneyland. No regrets. So here I am in 2010 at a community college because I had no idea what I wanted to do. My history teacher asks the class how many states there are. Confidently, I raise my hand, thinking I'm a total genius and this class is a breeze, and I say 52 states. 52. 
So apparently there are 50. Alaska and Hawaii are not just two bonus states like I thought. (laughs) They're just like the tag along friends. Um, Next, she says, I have to throw my best friend under the bus for thinking that epitome was pronounced epitome. The epitome of dum-dum, if you will. And for myself, I am not proud to admit that until I was 15, I thought that bosom meant butt. And I really thought that burning in your bosom was a diarrhea feeling. It's not. It's really not. The epitome one is really, really common. Epitome or um, like epitome is how a lot of people thought it was pronounced. Next, she says, I truly have the absolute most embarrassing dum-dum moment. I was in high school, literally a junior, and in history class when we were talking about 9-11. The teacher was talking, and I was getting confused on what she was teaching, so I raised my hand and say, wait, who's Osama bin Laden? Didn't Hitler do the didn't Hitler do the Twin Towers? The class went silent and then roared with laughter. Luckily, I can laugh at myself and think I'm so freaking stupid, but I think I win the dumbest dum-dum club moment I truly believed until high school that Hitler was the, du- the one who did the Twin Towers. Um, it's very, I mean, here's the thing. It's all of it's evil. So like, I get it. It's like, maybe it's like Hitlery. It's like on brand for Hitler because it's so awful. But, um, yeah, that, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Anything we did in high school though, I think we should probably just like, like just it's can't it's canceled. Like I, I want to go back and cancel Maddie from ages like 13 to 20, please. She says, I remembered last night that until I was around 18 or so, I thought that the Mile High Club was a credit card reward program like Sky Miles. That's what I'm going to start. I'm going to start that rewards program, Mile High Club. I once saw an article about some fourth grade teachers traveling to Washington to teach U.S. history to Congress or somebody like that. I brought this up as a real thing in conversation, not just with my husband, but also his brother. Turns out it was written by The Onion. It happens to the best of us. It's gotten a lot of us, okay? I was far too old when I realized that The Onion was satire. I thought it was just an extremely biased news source, which I guess it is if you count like comedy as the bias, but I get it. I am 34 years old and I have just had an important revelation. You know the fra- the phrase, the frown, you know the phrase brown noser used to describe a suck up or a teacher's pet? It means your nose has poop on it from kissing someone's butt. Mind blown. I did know this, but I only learned this after I watched Father of the Bride for like like later on in life because when George Banks meets oh, what's his name? Brian. When George Banks meets Brian, he says like in his inner monologue, it says only two words came to mind, brown and nose. And I thought that it was just cuz he had brown hair and a big nose, but then when I watched it when I was like 19, I was like I googled it and, you know, Google is our friend. And we're going to talk about Google later on in the episode. So I have, before we start our real topic, let's, let's talk about a few hot takes. I need to let you guys know. I, I try and ask you guys this like pretty often because I love people's hot takes. Here's what I hate when people do. I hate when people ask for hot takes or unpopular opinions. And then their response is always like disagreeing with the hot take or the unpopular opinion. Like that's the point. I feel like I see this all the time. People will ask like on Instagram, like what's your unpopular opinion? And they'll be like, Taylor Swift sucks. That's always everybody's hot take. It's like actually a less common hot take than people think. 
And then when people repost it and they're like, disagree. And I'm like, well, obviously, because that's what the point of the unpopular opinion is. Anyway, so here's some of my hot takes that I, I noticed on Instagram this week. And then we're going to get into our ep- or our topic for the episode, which is Instagram pet peeves or Instagram etiquette, whatever. Here's my hot takes. People who are doing the double and sign, the double um, ampersand, the double ampersand, like and and. It was so cool in on MySpace and on Facebook. It's done. It's over. We need we need to stop with the and and. Okay. Second, giant dessert waffles are bad. Giant dessert waffles are bad. They are they they hurt my stomach. Okay. And I'm like, I feel like my stomach is made of iron because of everything I put in it. But wow, I do not like those. And they are so popular. And another thing. So I've noticed on TikTok this week. I don't know if any of my fellow Utahns have noticed this. So there's like a lot of coffee videos on TikTok, you know, people making their morning coffee. Well, Utah has taken it upon themselves to show the world how we drink our soda with coffee creamer in it. We need to stop. We need to lock that down. We need to not let people know we're doing that. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying, but I'm saying we don't need to tell people. We can just keep that, we can keep that, you know, between us. Let's not spread the word of that because if you really sit down and think about it, it's really gross. I drink it. I I would. I mean, it's not like my favorite treat, but I get it that people like it. But let's just not tell anybody. Let's just maybe let's keep it down. Let's keep it down. Okay. All right. On to our topic for the day. Instagram etiquette, Instagram pet peeves, all of the things that bug us about the app that we spend most of our life on. Before we start, as always, please don't take me seriously. If I name something that you do, please know that I probably do it too. And it's okay to laugh about it. Okay. And at the end of the day, if what you're doing makes you happy, then do it. I'm I'm not here to tell you to stop doing it. Let's quote my favorite Fran Lebowitz line where she says, I'm not making decisions for you. Okay. I have no power. I'm not setting the laws of Instagram. Do whatever you want. I just have a lot of opinions about what's going on. Okay. So I feel like I have to keep adding these disclaimers because as as the podcast grows and everything, it's like more and more people are really upset about a lot of things. And I'm, I just want to be like, it's okay. It's okay. You, you want to know what so many people said? I don't like when people post on their story and say new post. I do that. I do that. And it bugs so many people, but it makes me happy. So I'm going to do it. So if one of these things is like your favorite thing to do, don't let me stand in between you guys. Ha- live happily ever after. We're going to giggle about it, but you can definitely still do it whenever you want. Let me tell you a few of mine, okay? Number one, DMing me Googleable questions. Do not DM me and ask me how late a bakery is open. Do not DM me asking if Target has something in stock. Don't even think about it. Next, lip syncing songs in a selfie video. I know you're showing off your lip liner. I know you look really good. You do. But it's the cringe. It's the cringe of it all. Next thing I hate. Polls with a really passive aggressive second option. Hear me out. I saw a blogger do this. So she was wearing like bell bottoms, like flare jeans. And the question or the poll said, do you like flare jeans? One side is like, yes, of course. And then the other one is like, no, you are so weird and stupid. And I'm like, why do you put that as an option? I'm going to pick it out of pure passive aggression. Why do that? Like, do you actually want people to answer and say, no, I think you're weird and stupid? Or are you just hoping nobody will pick that? Ah, that's probably what they think. 
they think the meaner they make the second option, the more likely people are to answer the other one. Wow, my brain does not go there. I think I'm going to hit the mean option because this poll bugs me. All right, let's get into your answers. First off, apologizing for not wearing makeup or having messy hair. Classic. They always look flawless. Their skin is always perfect. They're always filtered. They always have amazing lighting. And then they're like, I cannot believe I'm showing myself right out of bed. It's like, well, yeah, but when your nighttime routine costs $850, right out of bed doesn't look so bad, does it? Next. Oh, the number one answer. This was by far the most popular one. The phrase, just thought I'd hop on, just popping on, just hopping on, like a bunch of variations of like the hopping on or popping on. You guys are not feeling it. I get it. I'm in that boat as well. Here's where I'm at with phrases like this. How do influencers who have the same decor, farmhouse, the same phrases, the same hair, the same style, how do they not realize they are all the same? How does that not bother them? Like, how do they not see other profiles that look exactly like theirs and think, hmm, maybe I should switch it up. Maybe there's half a million of these profiles within a 60 mile radius. Maybe I could do something a little bit different. Here's the thing. I am a firm believer that people are inexplicably unique. Like everybody has very specific weirdnesses and idiosyncrasies that make them up as a person. And I wish people would share those more. That's why TikTok is, I feel like I've been referencing TikTok a lot in my episodes lately, but it's become this place where people are able to be as weird as possible. And I just think that that Instagram needs a little, a little drizzle of that. You know, it's not being an influencer or being famous or doing ads. That's not the problem. It's the lack of like honesty. It's the fact that nothing is genuine. It's the fact that their personality has literally been painted over with beige home decor. Like, just be a little weirder. Be like, I just, I need to see an influencer do something weird. It's so much of the same stuff. Next, loop giveaways. Not only are these a hassle in and of themselves, I don't think I've ever entered one because that's just far too many steps for me. Nothing in my life has more than four steps, and I'm definitely not going to start with loop giveaways. These these suck for both parties. Like these are not good as somebody trying to grow their audience. Loop giveaways are so bad for your follower numbers and your engagement and all of that because nobody none of those people want to follow you and none of them will stick around and none of them care about your stuff. It's so bad. I know it's so tempting whenever people ask me like how I grew or how to get followers or whatever. I know it's tempting to buy followers. I did that with my food Instagram that I started like two years ago. That's forever gone now. I bought followers and it truly ruined everything. It ruined my whole profile. That's why I had to, that's why I had to take it down. I don't think any of those like tactics for growing your Instagram page are real. Like I don't think any of them work. Loop giveaways. Make sure your caption always, uh, you know, encourages engagement. Make sure you post at the same time. Post multiple stories a, a day. Like if people want to follow you, they will. If people want to see your content, they will. They will see it. I feel like that's what they always teach you in like those brand schools. It's like how to maximize your social media. Like I, I kind of get it. I guess people have kind of figured out the algorithm. But at the end of the day, if your stuff. looks like everybody else's. Nobody wants to follow you. Nobody wants to follow you. Oh, that was another one. I guess that ties into that one. Captions that are desperate for engagement. When it's like, I bought new flowers today. Comment below your favorite flower. I don't like that. I don't like that stuff. Monthly baby updates. 
I think these are interesting because every baby does the same stuff. So you give me a two month baby update and they're like not sleeping, loves the teat, uh, barfs and wakes up like, I don't know, just things that every baby does. But in the defense of mothers, I know a lot of people use Instagram for like journaling purposes. But yeah, babies don't tend to develop a personality until until later on. Let me know when your kid starts like drawing on your couch or like pouring nail polish all over your hair. Those are the things that kids do that I really want to see. <laughs> um, the caption, we did a thing. This is so millennial. Oh, this is so millennial. I'm sorry to everybody. This is such a millennial thing to do. I'm sure I've done it. Okay, ripping on your husband in your Instagram caption. Can you guys believe how much people hate their husbands? I can't believe it. When I read a caption that's like, honey, I've wanted to kill you at least three times a week for the past five years. But that's what makes marriage so worth it. I love you, even though I kind of hate you. Like, I feel like if the thought has ever crossed your mind, my life would be easier if this person was dead. I don't think that that's the person you marry. That's not like what you write in your vows. Like, I promise to only think about stabbing you in the face once a year. I'll keep it to once a year. Did you guys see the drama between like two uh, like therapist Instagram accounts? One of them was talking about how husbands are like dogs, except dogs are easier to love because we have less of an expectation on them and we expect too much from husbands. I don't know about that. I don't know about how gung-ho people are to reduce their expectations for their husband. I, I don't know. It feels like you should be able to expect as much as you want out of the person you chose to, I don't know, spend your entire life with. Call me crazy. However, we just did the hot cartoon character bracket and you guys let Prince Eric win, who is the definition of a man who does the very least. I mean, truly the very least. He is the most dull prince. And you guys let him win. I'm not saying I'm mad. I'm just disappointed. All right. Here's another one of mine that I'm adding in here. Things that I hate on Instagram. Super political um, Instagrammers or influencers who have decided to take that route. Talk about politics a lot. You do you. Post your opinions. It's all, it's all good. But when they complain about misinformation and distrust in the media and fake news. And then they post articles that have no truth to them. If you are going to go down that lane, if you're going to complain about things that aren't accurate, you better be extra sure that the things you share are as accurate as possible. This has gotten me to a whole new level of baffled. I can't, I cannot believe how mad these people are about, about fake news. But then anything that pops up, even if it's true, even if it's not, if it may, if it validates what they're thinking, they will post it. it. It's usually not true. When things are that extreme and that volatile, like the, you know, the headlines that we all know that they post that are just basically scare tactics, you don't get to complain about fake news if you're the one spreading it. You don't get to. I'm sorry, but you just you don't get to say everything is fake news except what I post. You're not a political analyst. 
You're, you don't work for Congress. You don't work for a news outlet. You have to look up. You have to Google things. You have to Google things. There are accurate ways to get information. If you're not following Sharon, Sharon Says So or uh, uh, All Sides Now, it's all facts. I'm not saying don't post your opinions. I'm not saying don't share your thoughts. I'm saying don't seek out things that are not true and tell your thousands and thousands of followers that they are. You are the problem. Okay. Whew, that was sassy. That got me all hot and bothered. Next, when people post a URL in their caption, you cannot post your like to know it there. I can't click it. I cannot click it. And I'm definitely not going to type it into my browser. People posting pictures of their shirtless husband in bed or in their undies. Yeah, I, I, I do not want to see people's shirtless husbands unless they're like at the beach or something. I feel very strange about it. When people post an old picture of them when they're dating with the caption, babies, that is really common. That is a very common occurrence. And I've actually never thought of it or been bothered by it. But like, yes, I'm I'm fully on board now. Being tagged in giveaways. I get tagged in so many giveaways. And I think it's because people think I won't notice. Like they're like, oh, I'll just tag her. Nope, I notice. I notice every time because people tag me in stuff that I want to see, like in memes or celebrity drama. So I go to things that I'm tagged in. And it's like 50% of the time it's a giveaway. And I've wanted to acknowledge this for a while. But I knew you guys would like start trolling me and just tag me in a bunch of giveaways. Please don't. Please don't. It's the worst. Another thing that's the worst. And this might, I don't know, this might ruffle some feathers, but it needs to be said. Nobody's saying it. And I need to say it. You cannot send like GoFundMe or charity things to influencers and ask them to repost them. Here's why. Because so they get so many. And they like, I've been sent, I'll just tell you guys from my perspective, I've been sent so many. And when I repost them, like if I repost one and I've like missed one that I didn't see or I couldn't post or like whatever, then the people's, the people's, wait, the people whose I didn't post, is that even proper English? I don't know. Then they come at me and they're like, well, why wouldn't you post mine? And I'm like, I, like you, I can't pick and choose between whose cause is more noble. They're all equally as heartbreaking and sad. And I could not possibly post all of them because I got so many requests that then when you post one, it hurts feelings. It makes people feel like I don't care about what they're going through. So that's a boundary like I've had to draw. And I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to keep that in because I know what it sounds like. I know it sounds like I'm saying don't send me what you're going through because I don't want to talk about it. It's not that. It's that there's so many other ones that I can't do. And I don't want those people to think that their stuff doesn't matter just as much. So I like when you send them to me. I try and check them out. Donate if I can. But the reposting thing, it's too scary. Next, Bible verse in the bio. Bible verse in the bio. What an interesting concept, because also, I'll tell you something, the meanest DM I've ever gotten, the meanest, mm -hmm. her bio said, treat people with kindness. Mm, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Harry Styles wrote that line, and I think he would be disappointed in the DM you sent me. Don't put it unless you are ready to assume the responsibility of when you message people things that are directly against the Bible verse in your bio. Cryptic or vague sad posts. Mm, we all know that. We all know that person. 
It's been the hardest week of my life. Please send good vibes, but they're never going to tell you what they're going through. Just tell me, Erica, did you get divorced? I just need to know if that's what's going on. We want an explanation. Um, the excuse the mess. And there's always like one sweater on the ground, maybe one pillow that like tipped over. They're like, I cannot believe how messy this is. I am a messy person. Like I'm cluttery. I try and be organized. Me as a human, I my I'm clean. Like I wear clean clothes and I clean my body, but I'm cluttery, which is annoying. And I'm trying to do better at it, which is why I've adopted the habit of throwing everything I own away. Like I just like to throw things away because if I have too much stuff, I get cluttery and I hate it. So when people say excuse the mess, I'm just like, how patronizing are you? Like how, like just tell me you're better than me. It would make me feel better. Just stop. Okay. Um, the final one that we're going to talk about is boss babe bios. Boss babe bios are truly an art form. And I have a present for you guys. I collected some. I collected a handful of the worst bios I've ever seen. Okay. Here's a classic. She believed she could, so she did. Mm, okay. Blessed, thankful, and focused. Could not be me. Next, the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Everything's always talking about magic. They they love to talk about their magic, which I don't know. It it's it seems like that's code for I'm not really sure what to do, but if I smack the word magic on there, it absolves me from needing to explain it. Okay, this one. Beauty reigns the moment you decide to be yourself. Here's the thing. When I decided to be myself, I got so much uglier. You want to know why? Because I stopped caring about my makeup. I started eating what I want. I started wearing what I want. And in maybe some people's eyes, I got uglier. So no, beauty does not reign the moment you decide to be yourself. If you're really yourself, if you're doing it absolutely perfect, you get way, way, way uglier. Bars, I raise them. Lives, I change them. That girl sells Arbon. That girl sells Arbon. You know it. Some women fear the fire. Others become it. When I was 16, I would have gotten that tattooed on my body for sure. Anything about like feisty women. Oh, I loved it. I actually, to be honest, I don't even hate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little embarrassed that I don't hate that. Okay, this one's another classic. Single, X emoji. Taken, X emoji. Building my empire. Check. What empire are you building? What empire are you building? You packaging handmade soaps while cool and amazing and I'm proud of you. Empire feels a little steep. Picky with my clothes, friends, and time. Yeah, I don't feel like that's super unique. I'm going to be totally honest. It does not feel like that's like a hard hitting quote. Be the girl who just went for it. Mm, no. I'd rather not. I would I would rather not be that girl. Keep your heels, head, and standards high. None of those things are high for me. My heels, my head, or my standards. Really, I'm pretty low. Pretty low on uh, all of those fronts. And the last one, classic. Invest in yourself. That should actually say, invest in my business so I make money. And you can think that you have the opportunity to make money, but you really don't. Oh, was this maybe my sassiest episode to date? It may have been. And for that reason, I think we should wrap it up again. I'm joking. 
I love all of you. And I love your Instagram habits. And I think it's funny to talk about these things. I am not telling you that you are stupid or dumb or not cool or not welcome. I am just saying that Instagram is a funny place. And we should all roast ourselves a little more. And we should all lighten up. Okay, unless you are posting fake news articles. In that case, please take me seriously. And please stop. Okay, we have a new Patreon episode coming out this Wednesday. For those of you that don't know, if you sign up for the highest tier of the Patreon, you get two bonus episodes every single month. So there's one coming out this Wednesday. We do deep dives. We did one into LuLaRoe. I guess we've only had two Patreon episodes, but the first one was about LuLaRoe. We're going to do another deep dive this Wednesday. Surprise topic. But thank you to everybody who's joined that. Thank you for all of the reviews, the ratings, the follows, the DMs, all of it. You guys know you're like the my, my pride and joy, my little dumb, dumb babies. I love you so much. Have a great week. Be safe. Take care of yourself. Bye. <laughs>